Welcome to Food on Franklin, episode our, number two. Our second episode. That's we'll right. Exciting. It's already and, exciting. Uh, we both have uh, our own microphones this time. Mm-hmm. So. It sounds a little weird. I can hear myself. I can kind of hear you. Yeah. And we should, uh, I think we should note up front that we were going to have music. We were going to have a musical intro for right. this podcast. Right. We'd like to apologize for not having any music. That is Andy Cush's fault. Gawker staff writer Andy Cush uh, yeah. promised us he'd bring a guitar in and have something prepared for us. Was it an original song? or It was going to be an cover? original score. For Food on Franklin, um, sung by Andy Cush and played on Andy Cush's acoustic guitar. So it's, it's Andy let us down, um, and what listeners down too. Yeah, I mean, as as long as I'm involved with this podcast, Andy Cush will never be a guest on this. I, I would, agree. We can Andy Cush's band from the podcast, I believe. Yeah, I would still allow him to play our intro music, sure, and maybe we can make that happen another week. But I I don't consider him to be. Uh, Food on Franklin guest material. No, he can he can play quiet in the corner when when signals, and then he has to be quiet. Yeah. Only the room. Yeah, he's a nice young man, but you know this is not the Andy Kiss show. This is uh, the Food on Franklin podcast and uh, review. Why don't you review for people what Food on Franklin's all about? Food on Franklin is a, a podcast, a sort of a comprehensive review of the the food in Franklin Avenue between Eastern Parkway and Atlantic Avenue. Mm-hmm. Um, last week we covered two of the best restaurants on Franklin Avenue. Mayfields and Gueros. That's right. And, I, and you know, we should say that, I mean, not to be immodest, but I would say it was a smash hit, of the first episode of Food on Franklin. Uh, it got a lot of attention. Lots of people were very happy with it. Lots of people were sharing it. Lots of comments. Uh, we got some, some write-up at the press. Yeah, um, I saw... positive. I, I, don't read, I don't read every news outlet in America, obviously, but to me, I saw sort of total positive feedback. I mean, yeah, I would say it was like 98, 99% total feedback, and a few people that you know saw the headline or were confused and you know thought it was something else. Yeah, they they didn't quite get it, but I'd say yeah, largely positive. Right, there's natural confusion, but I feel like uh, the 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 comments that I saw were almost 100% positive, and and not just saying you know we like your podcast, but also saying we want more knowledge. We want more. about food on Franklin because. And- you know, even if people went out after hearing it last week and went to Mayfield, mm-hmm. went to Guerrero's, now they're like, what's next? Right. Yeah. They want to know more. They've, they've been, it's been a week. So they've been to two restaurants. You can go to two restaurants in a week very easily. Um, yeah. And now they need more restaurants to go to. Yeah. Has, has your life changed since Food on Franklin began? Well, I'll tell you this. I went to Mayfield the night after Food on Franklin mm-hmm. uh, debuted, and I was recognized right away by a waiter. 30 seconds, he came up to me, and I was, uh, I was very embarrassed, but I was also flattered, and he, was, he liked it. Uh, he took umbrage with your description of their pepper shakers. He said they were normal size. Yeah. Um, that's between you and him. I don't know. I'm glad I wasn't there, but I'm also pretty impressed with the level of celebrity that you have already attained after a single episode. I, I was very, you know, I was very impressed. He recognized me very quickly. Um, and then uh, a person at the bar next to me overheard us talking, and he had also listened to the podcast, and he was a fan. It's everywhere. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a hit. It's a hit. You know, yeah. There's no way to describe it except for a hit podcast. And we should also tell the uh, – the listeners that you got food on Franklin on iTunes. I did. I did on iTunes. If you go to iTunes and you open iTunes and you search for food on Franklin under podcasts, it should be there. And you can now download this onto Subscribe your to it. device and listen to it on the your subway. Commute on the subway on the you know for people in other cities in the car or just yeah. at work. And even if you listen once at work, you can put it on your iPod to listen to 
on the way to Franklin Avenue when you're in the subways, you kind of get like a refresher and remember That's what right. you said. If you're coming to Franklin Avenue, you can listen to it on the mm-hmm. way to Franklin Avenue. Or you can eat as you actually, you can listen as you actually eat at a restaurant too. Yeah. So you can compare notes in, in real time. It's kind of a rich experience mm-hmm. that is now possible. And it's not, you know, people should know that you don't just, you don't just put this on iTunes. No. It's not like we just we just press a button and it's on iTunes. It has to actually be reviewed by the Apple Corporation and approved by the Apple Corporation. We're an Apple endorsed podcast, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I didn't read the you know I'm not a lawyer and neither are you. No, but and I didn't read the turn you know the the fine print so to speak. But I mean, essentially, Apple. The Apple Corporation has endorsed yeah. Food on Franklin right. and the content of Food on Franklin. Yes. And so, you know, like if we – it makes to me it makes our lives a little easier because now when we talk about controversial things, we don't have to sit here. We're not just two, two small people in a big world. We're backed by the power of mm-hmm. the Apple Corporation, multi-billion yeah, the, the, the dollar. The wealthiest corporation on the planet has our back. Right. Um, which is – it's good. You know, last week we didn't have anything. No, no corporation had our back and now we yeah. have Apple, which is – it's kind of amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, so, I mean, it's, when you, last week you 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 mentioned last week, you know, your controversial opinion that there shouldn't be pepper on sandwiches. Yes. Now, if the pepper industry were to come after you mm-hmm. with a team of lawyers and PR consultants and a smear campaign, right. it's not just you they have to reckon with. It's also Apple Corporation. Right. The legacy of Steve Jobs is, you know, on our That's side right. now, you know. Yeah. It's a big step. So... Um, we're pretty we're pretty excited, right? So, should we talk about this week's episode now that we've established what, what we do and you know what the podcast is and our, our run with fame too? You know, the, I'm, I am now a celebrity on Franklin Avenue, which is uh, you're a celebrity on Franklin Avenue. Yeah, you're sort of the face of the podcast. I didn't mean to be, but you know that's what happens, I guess, sometimes when you have a, a popular podcast. But so let's talk about this week. What are we? Uh, which, which restaurants are we going to talk about this week? Well, I, I think we should we should do one and then the other. Okay, we shouldn't sure. say both up front because right, it's right. sort of drama. Both in suspense. Okay. So what's what's first? All right, I'll I'll do the fir- I'll introduce the first one, then you can introduce the second one. That sounds good. Okay. So the first rest- restaurant we're talking about here in episode two is called Chavela's. Mm-hmm. Chavela's is a Mexican restaurant on Franklin Avenue. Sit down Mexican uh, restaurant. Um, very popular uh, restaurant on Franklin. I would say, actually, I, I, I thought of two things to say about Chavela's, and, and you can tell me if you agree or okay. disagree point by point. The first thing was uh, all things considered in terms of the number of people served total, Chavela's is the most popular restaurant on Franklin Ave. Would you agree with that? Hmm. I don't know. I, th- I feel like, you know, they're open for lunch, too, and they've expanded to a second. They have, like, a they have a second location, yeah. a second room added to the original location. And outside seats now. They have also. some outside seats, too. I think you might be right. I'm trying to think. Um, and they're always well, full. You know, the pizza place, uh, yeah. Roscoe's, I mean, the, for a sit-down restaurant, I think, yes. But Roscoe's probably right. serves more people per day. I think that's definitely wrong hmm. because Chavela's has a lot more seats than Roscoe's. Right, but people come and get slices to go all day long. But there's always there's always a there's always people waiting at Chavela's. You go for dinner, you go for brunch. There's always people. True. I, I still think Roscoe. You know, maybe, maybe we can get the numbers in this somehow. Yeah. 
Anyway, I'm trying to establish that it's a very it's, popular. It's a very popular restaurant. There's no denying that it is among the most popular restaurants on Franklin Avenue. One of, if not the most popular restaurants on Franklin Avenue. I, I agree. Chavela's. And my, my second point, which is the more controversial point, is that even though it's so popular, Chavela's food is good, but it's not great. I wouldn't describe it as better than good. I'd say very good, but I would say I would agree it's not it's not my favorite. Uh, it was at one time one of my favorites. I've since sort of moved on, but I would say it's it's still very good. And I like to go to Chevelles. Why? Did, what? What? I what? say Chevelles. You say Chevelles. Do we know which one it is? Chevelles. I'm gonna say that uh, I'm right, probably because I come from f- farther to the south and probably have just a, a better idea of pronunciation sure, in sure. general. Were, yeah, that's that, that could be true. But this is, an, I mean, we've already disagreed on a lot of things. I'm kind of sure. surprised here. Sure, Chevelles, sure, we'll go with that one. But I think it's very good. Uh, do you have any favorite items there? Do you have any go-tos? Or do you even, do you go there not not enough that you don't, you don't even know what you, you get there? You know, I've been there, I've been there a bunch of times. It has a nice, it has a nice atmosphere. It's kind of lively. Mm-hmm. It's kind of not a big room, you know, so you're sitting kind of shoulder to shoulder with a lot of people, but right. it's good, lively atmosphere. Um, you know, I think I had some kind of enchilada things mm-hmm. there. Pretty good. Um, had some kind of like, you know, platter where you sort of maybe make your own tacos. I'm a little hazy on some of the dish, the exact dishes. Right. I know that they. I, I've had a torta, I believe, which yep, is a lot of which there. is a Mexican sandwich. And mm-hmm. you know, one thing one thing about tortas is like a torta is not that different from a bodega sandwich. It's sort of if you took a bodega sandwich and you put refried beans and avocado on it. You basically have a torta and a jalapeno. Is the bread nut special? You know, I have not had many tortas. I can't. I'm not really an expert in this. I mean, a lot of tortas are mediocre. Um, Some are very good, but most of them are just sort of a regular sandwich. So, Hmm. not to say that Chavelle's is bad, um, but just to say it's it it's not a huge thrill. Their their tortas look very good. I've never had one there. I always go with. um, I get their steak tacos are pretty good. Yeah. You get the cilantro on the side if you say hold the cilantro. You don't like cilantro. I don't like cilantro. Um, and then they have very good quesadillas. Their tanga quesadilla, which is like mm. a chicken, like a stewed chicken type quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Very, very good, as is their cheese quesadilla. Cheese yes. quesadilla is pretty good everywhere. This is like a little miniature version. It almost feels like it's been like fried instead of just like pan fried. It feels like a little bit crispier, yeah. a little bit thicker. I think I've had that actually. Yeah, it's very good. And it is good, but I would say it's it's hard to make a bad quesadilla. Sure. I mean, it's just, you know, melting cheese. And, but I think th- this one is one of the better quesadillas I've had. They're very small. And, mm-hmm. and one thing I, I dislike about the quesadillas there, if you order, say, two tacos at a quesadilla there, which is a reasonable amount of food to have for dinner, if, if maybe you share an appetizer, the quesadillas will often come like five minutes later. Mm. You get your tacos and you want to kind of take, you want to alternate bites maybe. Yeah. You can't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the holdup is or if maybe it just takes a long time to flash fry or whatever they do. It's a hectic atmosphere. It is. At There's a lot of things going on there. In the in the back of the house, you have to sympathize because there's a lot of people there. At it's all a times. it's a very minor complaint. It's not a major thing at all, but it is something I've noticed. And every time I, I try to, you know, you know, when I get my tacos, I try to wait, take thirty seconds, thinking that maybe if I if I don't dive in right away, then I'll have time to have the the quesadilla with me too. So that's a I guess a pro tip for Chavela's. They have uh, brunch at Chavela's, which is again I would say pretty good, but not amazing. And uh, I, I know for brunch, you know, you can get like eggs with some beans and rice and sure. like you know some some sauce in various huevos forms huevos yeah. could be huevos rancheros could be huevos with another word attached to it yeah. to which is a little bit of a different recipe Something but similar, it's a, right. the same general idea which is basically some some eggs some beans rice right. sauce some tortillas 
I've never been there for brunch. I always think about it, but I always go about as far as Mayfield or the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Deli where you can get cheaper sandwiches, and then I, I kind of stop. I don't yeah. want to go much farther than that. Cause it's already it's good brunch right there. Why well, go farther? But Sometimes you got to explore, you know. It's true. I, I kind of I think I think I owe it to the listeners now to try more brunch places on Franklin Avenue. So yeah, more of a, a, an authority. I can I can tell you something about Chavela's brunch, which might entice you a little bit please, more please to go there. Is that sort of the gimmick that they have for brunches? You when you order brunch, they bring you a free um, sort of a pastry thing, and it's but it's not like a good pastry. Mm-hmm. It's like the sort of pastry that you might buy at like a ninety nine cent store in a big pack, of like ten pastries for ninety nine cents. You know. That still sounds good. You know, sometimes you go to a 99 cent store and they have food right. at the 99 cent store, mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird because it's probably been sitting around for. So is this like a, like a cinnamon roll? Like what kind of pastry it, is it? Yeah, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a cinnamon roll or has like colorful sugar mm-hmm. on top of a bread that's not that good, you know. But it's sort of like a, it, it's kind of a gimmick thing. Like you see, you look around the tables, a lot of people don't eat them. Mm-hmm. They just sort of have these, and there's all different, like clearly there's a variety pack of pastries that they get, and they just give one to each table, you know, so it's sort of like a fun, something fun. Is it before? Is it like an appetizer? They give it to you right when you sit down? Yeah, I think think before they bring your actual food, they bring you the little pastry. So then if you're really hungry, you can eat the pastry, Mm -hmm. you know? It's not that, you could eat it, you'd be like, it's not that good. Right. But if you were starving, you could eat it. Or you can just comment on it's something to talk about a brunch. Yeah. Like I got one and you got a different one. So you can compare, you know. That's good. You know, uh, one time I went there for dinner, and I I have two interesting stories about Chavela's. The first is when I went there for dinner uh, one time, um, I was sitting there with with Katie Weaver, and we were uh, talking, and one of the specials that night was like some sort of cheese with crickets, like bean dip, but like, you know, with crickets. Whole crickets in it. We considered ordering it, and we didn't. But this couple next to us was on, like, a first or second date. Mm. They ordered it. The woman tried it. The man did not. He was too scared. Maybe that was the last date. Could have been the last date. She did not seem very impressed with him. But uh, they, they didn't look good. You know, I was with them. I, I would not want to eat crickets either. Yeah. He shouldn't have ordered it. What? It seems like a mistake. You know, I, it's hard to know exactly what he was thinking. But it, it did look very um, unappetizing, I would say. What was what was the expression on his face when the crickets came? Was he like this? This was a this was a bad idea. Some concern, yeah. Like he was back into a corner. Like he felt like he, you know, was maybe being tough. And he ordered him, and now right. he had to prove himself, and he just couldn't do it. You know, it was, it was a lot of disappointment and letdown. But right. um, you know, it's I guess it was good to, to order them. She did not seem to like them very much. She tried them. She didn't like them. Maybe that was a joke, April Fool's joke kind of thing. <laughs> could I mean. have been. Could have been. All right, what's the second story? The second story is how I found Chavela's, which is I was going to Guero's with a friend, and the line was too long. We walked down the street to uh, Guero's, sat down, had a margarita, got tacos. It's actually Mm -hmm. very, very good, and it was much better than at that time I thought Guero's was. At the time, I thought Guero's was just sort of a weird, fancy, specialty taco place, which it kind of is that we discussed last week. Not really. Well, we we discussed this. We we disagree. But then um, I went to Guero's a bunch after that, it was, it, was a, it was a happy discovery sort of by accident. Yeah. I would I would argue that Guero, the tacos at Guero's are more delicious than anything available at Chavela's, which is not a knock on Chavela's because I think that Guero's tacos are extraordinarily delicious, you know. But it does make you think when you walking up and down Franklin Avenue looking for a place to eat and you see Chavela's, Chavela's always got to wait, you know, always got to wait. And it's a sit-down restaurant, so you're going to be, your bill is going to be the bill of a sit-down restaurant versus Guero's, which is a little more 
of a takeout place, sure. a little easier. Also crowded, but it it really I think it depends what you're in the mood for. If you want like a sit down place, you can like talk to someone, and have like a nice dinner. Uh, you can go there. They do have very good drinks. Margaritas are on tap there, which is always interesting and in, in, um, something new. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you want to have a nice sit down place in a restaurant that's like medium loud, even though you're in close quarters, never yeah. you can always kind of hear what people are saying. And it also in in the Finsich Villas, the line is not that long. You know, so if you wait, it's usually 15, 20 minutes. It's not yeah. like an hour or something crazy. The line is consistent, but it's not insanely long. Right. So if you go, you are probably going to wait, but you probably won't wait too long. Right. And I will agree that it's a good atmosphere. A good place to go with people to take if you have visitors, you know, that you're trying to impress that mm-hmm. you kind of know the cool place to eat on Franklin. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to go, you know, and I don't the purpose of this podcast is not to start controversy or no. argument sort of or to denigrate, you know, or, or play favorites or anything like that. But, you know, I would just say, in my opinion, there are better Mexican food options within short walking distance of Chavela's, and I'll just leave it at that. Sure. And you, again, I think, I think that's true if you want something to go. If you want something to go, go to Aguero's. If you want to sit down with friends or family and have a nice sort of longer meal, I think Chavela's is a very thought option. It's fair. Very yeah. diplomatic. Yeah. We don't, because we don't, you know, I'll say without naming any names, last week we did get an email from one Franklin Avenue business owner. Right. And, you know, we're not trying to encourage uh, attacks or even lobbying campaigns. or We're not trying to be negative. We're trying to be honest as possible and inform people without, you know, uh, ruining a company or ruining a reputation. You know, we're not not trying to do that. So, you know, I would say Chevelle's solid B plus is my my ranking for Chevelle. I I agree with that. It's a very good place. I've never had a bad meal there before. I've never had anything go wrong. Um, it's always like a number two or three choice for me when I'm considering going out to, to have dinner on Franklin Avenue. Totally agree. B plus. We can agree on that. So should we move on to our next restaurant? All right. We have, um, Go for it. You introduce this one. This place is a, a, a pizza place, a sit-down pizza place called Barbacino. Barbacino? I actually don't know how to pronounce it. I was recently informed that we I was saying have, it we wrong. Should have, we should have done the other way where... I introduced that one, and you introduced Chavelle's right. Place. Um, but it's 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 Barbancino, I believe. Is Barbancino the, is the name. Yeah. Barbancino. And it's sort of um, like a big, it's a pizza place where the pizzas are a little bit upscale. It's like hooked in a big coal oven. And you can get like, you know, like arugula, uh, prosciutto, like Parmesan shavings on a pizza. You know, that's sort of a place where it's a little bit, it's not going to be like a big New York style pie. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite places yeah. for sure on Franklin Avenue. It's not a slice no, joint. No, you cannot get sliced. It's not, a, it's not a, you know, if you divided New York pizza place into two categories, like the regular pizza place where you right. go in and get a slice, and then like the sort of fancy pizza place. Barbancino is the fancy pizza place. Right, it's like uh, Franny's. If anyone's been to Franny's on Flatbush, it's similar to Franny's in, in, uh, right. in execution, I would say. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like uh, you know, wood-fired pizza, mm-hmm. kind of flat crust. Right. Um, You've had some controversy with, with Barbancino because you went there – well, I guess before you went there for breakfast, it inspired a, uh, a post of yours. Right. Well, you know, and, and I think that that post was widely misunderstood, sure. first of all. Uh, I mean, obviously, we both write a lot of controversial food writing. Right. But this post, my the, what I was trying to say in this post was there's there's such a thing as breakfast pizza, right? Mm-hmm. So if you go to Barbancino for brunch, mm-hmm. what are they what are they going to serve you? Breakfast pizza. Which is basically pizza with cheese and eggs on it, right. you know. And the point that I was making in this post, which I think got a little twisted, 
was not that breakfast pizza is bad mm-hmm. or that breakfast pizza doesn't taste good, sure. but it was that breakfast pizza is not a real dish. It's not a, it's not a real dish. But what breakfast pizza is is you, if you have a pizza restaurant mm-hmm. and then you on Franklin Avenue, you look up and down Franklin Avenue every weekend morning and there's a thousand people out there eating brunch and you're like, how can we get in on this scam? Mm-hmm. Because it's you charge people a lot of money for brunch, you know? And all you have is a pizza restaurant. You're like, right. we're just going to make a pizza and put some eggs on it. Breakfast pizza. It's not a real It seems thing. real. Why, why not? I mean, half the other stuff on there was not, you know, it wasn't like people were putting arugula on pizza a long time ago. It was not like it's the, the original form of pizza. So why not, you know, put an egg on there and some, some bacon? I think if you went to Italy, I've never been to Italy, but I think if you went to the original sure. pizza masters, mm-hmm. you know, and you said, is breakfast pizza a real thing? I think they would probably laugh at you and, and say go back to America because, you know, it's, it's a very American type thing. I mean, it's like something you might, that Pizza Hut might serve. Sure. And again, not saying it's bad. It tastes very good, actually. Well, you later went there and had it. It's and good. you liked it a lot. It's good. My, my point was just that it's not a real dish. It's just a thing that a pizza restaurant mm-hmm. does so that they can have brunch. Right. But that said, it was good? It's good. Yeah. It's, it's because at, at the end of the day, it's just bread cheese and eggs, mm-hmm. which is the same as an egg and cheese sandwich. Right. So like it's kind face. of like a yeah. yeah, open face egg and cheese sandwich. And um, but, you know, it's so Barbancino is a is a brunch option, but it's more of a dinner place. Yeah, definitely. I've never been there for brunch. It, it seemed weird to me to go to a pizza place or brunch. I, wa- I once walked by and they were giving away free brunch that day. And there's like a line all the way to the, like down the block, almost Eastern Avenue or wow. Eastern Parkway. Which, you know, free brunch is great, but I don't think it's worth standing in line for, uh, you know, an hour and a half just to get yeah. free breakfast pizza, which, again, is a glorified breakfast sandwich. So maybe better. I don't know. Um, but I know it's one of my favorite places to go for dinner on Franklin Avenue. What do you usually eat there for dinner? Well, the, the pizza, you know, it's got some sort of like prosciutto, arugula, like fresh Parmesan shavings on top, which is pretty good. And they have this uh, oil. It's like um. I don't know if it's like an olive oil or what, but it's spicy. It's got some sort of pepper mix in there yeah. you can pour on top, and it's very good. Um, and they also have, you know, pepperoni and spicy sopracetta. I don't know. I'm pronouncing all these things incorrectly, maybe. Um, they have, like, a standard margarita pizza, I think, if you're not into meat or any sort of weird fancy toppings. There's a lot of uh, – I feel like they have a lot of pizzas with toppings that you don't know what the word means because it's kind of an Italian yeah, word. Fancy and they're, meat is they're all yeah. ham. It's right. some kind of ham. Right. Like if you don't know what the word means, it's probably some, some kind some of Some kind of cut of pork you don't know. It's, it's, right. all, it's all been good. I've never had a bad pizza there. They also have uh, some good appetizers there, I think. They have some sort of weird like, mm. bruschetta-type thing that's very good. They have one uh, – the one that – the one that is really good there is the uh, – Mozzarella ball. The burrata. The burrata. Right. That's right. I, I lost the word for a minute. It's a burrata, and then it has, like, some, you know, roasted peppers on the side. Mm-hmm. And burrata is basically just a ball of cheese. You big, know? Yeah, it's a big block. I don't, I don't know what makes it different than, than fresh mozzarella, but it is. It feels, like, more it's soft on the inside. Yeah, softer. It's, like, a little gooier, I'd yeah. say, than, uh, than fresh mozzarella. So you sort of just eat it with the peppers, mm-hmm. and it's, like, you know, you're eating a ball of cheese. Like, if you, if you just ate a ball of Kraft cheese— people would look at you like a disgusting person. But burrata is sort of more civilized. And right. I had actually never heard of burrata until I had it at uh, Barbacino's one night. And I got to say, when I had it, I, th- I thought it was fine. It was I was a little bit disappointed. Mm-hmm. I remember it was a special that night. It was on the menu yet, and I ordered it. 
And uh, it was, you know, it was okay. It, it wasn't, wasn't anything that I was going to order again. And then I was also shocked that it was very expensive. It was one of those specials I didn't know. And it was like mm. $16, a big pile of cheese, which is a little bit more than I wanted to pay for a big pile of cheese that I was uh, not thrilled with. But, you know, you, yeah. you live and learn. And now I know I what I'm getting. And, I, you know, I, also I learned about a new food. Right. So I They have a it. version of it on the regular menu that I think is much less than $16, if I'm not mistaken. Well, this was this was like two years ago, so the, the menu may have changed. Well, you know, hopefully, maybe someone can write in and clarify the matter. Do you think they might have seen you walking in the door and said, here is a here is a guy we can soak for $16 for burrata? Because he's never it even wasn't had six, it. You know, it may not have been 16 It was it was some amount that I was surprised at how much it cost for this, yeah. this cheese I never heard of before. Did you know what it was when you ordered it? I never heard it. Well, I, I asked him. I said, what is this? After they read the specials, and he told me. I said, that sounds good. A ball of cheese. A big ball of Well, you know, like uh, like a caprese salad's great. You know, it's a, yeah. you know. Very true. Yeah. I have a my insider tip for um, Barbancino's. One time I went there, and they had some kind of special pizza, and it came with, like, this uh, herb butter mm. on the pizza. It's like uh, melted butter, you know, with, like, infused with herbs and they basically just put it on top of the pizza it was delicious like you don't think so, of putting so like melted the butter on there already it was already it came it was basically melted? as if you made a pizza and then poured butter mm-hmm. on top of the pizza herb butter so it had a or you know it had herbs what, and spices what, what were the toppings in this pizza it was like uh onion you know uh roasted onions mm-hmm. and it was a special so i don't recall exactly it was basically cheese like roasted onions as again i don't eat meat so mm-hmm. i don't eat all the crazy ham that they have but the herb butter itself come to find out is something that is featured on the clam pie that they have there on the regular menu interesting so you know it's like you eat the pizza you're like wow this is delicious come to find out it was because they poured herb butter all over it so my insider tip would be since that you don't have to order the clam pie to get the butter Mm -hmm. you just ask the waitress and be like could you put some of that herb butter on whatever pizza you want to order? Is it something you can get on the side, or would that ruin it? Could they give you like a, a, like a pot full of melted herb butter? I don't, you know, you could ask. I don't know what their reaction would be mm-hmm. to that, if that would be insulting or... It seems like a lot to commit to having your pizza covered with butter. Like, I don't know if that'll, you know... It was lightly, lightly dressed with butter, you know? It's the kind of thing you wouldn't really notice it right up front. You'd mm-hmm. just be like, wow, this pizza tastes so rich and delicious and mm-hmm. buttery. But actually, it's because they actually pour butter on the pizza. So I, I would say give it a try. Whatever pizza you get, don't feel compelled because I, I personally think the idea of clam pizza is nasty. Have you ever had clam pizza before? No. I have not either. Some people love it. I think it's like a, a yeah. northeastern thing, like people from like Philadelphia or New York or Maine or I don't yeah. know. Some of those places, they all, they all seem to love clam pizza. I don't get it. It seems gross, but... Yeah, I would not. I would never order it, and I'm, I'm not going to order it or try it just because... People will, you know, write us letters and say, "Oh, you have to try it." Right. Like that's no, we don't. I, I, we don't have to try anything we don't want to. Um, but the it, butter, it, the butter, you could try. I'll try the butter. Um, it reminds me, I went there once, and uh, Katie ordered a pizza, and they said the woman, the the waitress said, "Well, do you want to have like a chili honey or something that mm. might go well with this pizza?" We said, "Sure, yeah, it sounds great." And then we come to find that chili, they actually charged us for a little extra thing of uh, chili honey. It was a uh, Katie was very outraged. I did not think wow. it was a big deal, but it was like three dollars for a little t- tiny container of uh, butter or honey, I guess. Wow. So, theme of overcharging, I feel like runs through a lot of your restaurant stories. Well, this was only the uh, 
I guess so. I guess two of the two of the four restaurants so far I've had incense. Well, I guess that's standard. This is what happens, which is some, something you notice and you can yeah. look out for and try to avoid if you're on a budget or if you just don't want to be caught off guard by an extra charge. Part of the reason to listen to this podcast is to learn things like that. Right. I mean, yeah, this is just my experience too. Some people might have think might expect that sort yeah. of thing to come, but you know, I'm just. I mean, when we go there, when we go there, we basically always split a pizza and then we get the burrata okay. with the peppers. Okay. And that's pretty much it, you know. Like, and you could eat a whole pizza at at Barbancino. One person could eat a pizza, but it's like you would be really full. But if you share a pizza, you know, with your girlfriend or your friend or whoever, mm-hmm. you'll both be kind of just right. I think. Uh, generally, yeah, I, I I like to go with maybe one appetizer and then we each will split a pie. And I think I eat about two thirds of it, three quarters, and I take the rest home. Mm, yeah, it's a good snack later that night, next morning. Yeah. Although although again, like this is not some cheap cheapo ninety nine cent slice place. This is like advanced sort of. Yeah, this is this is like a standard pizza. Yeah, your belly will be like a standard sit down, non fancy. You'll probably spend 35, 40 bucks a person here, depending on how many drinks you get. They have very good cocktails there, by the way. It's a place that, uh, you know, a good drink menu. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a it's a good spot. Good atmosphere, too. And and you might not know that downstairs in Barbancino, in the basement, they have sort of a party room. I didn't know that. I didn't Did know, you know that. How, or a group. This? I don't know if I would call it a party room. But a group seating room, so where you could put a big group of people down there. Mm. So if you have a big group of people coming to town and, you know, you wanted to go to Barbancino, but you're, like, too busy, they don't have big tables, downstairs, they got you. That's good to know. I had no idea. So it's yeah. not another another place you can go if you have a large party. Was this where you had Thanksgiving last year? Yes. You had a big Thanksgiving party Yes, it there. is. It was one of the places. Um and I, last week I asked you, when we talk about Gueros, I asked you, who would you buy a taco? Yeah. This week I thought, to keep with the theme mm-hmm. of this week, I would ask you, who would you buy a pizza? And again, not limited to any one group of people, just who would you buy a pizza? I don't know. Let me think for a second. You go ahead and you tell me who you would buy a pizza first. I'm, I'm, I'm going to consider my options. I'm, uh... when, I, when I thought of this... You know, when I thought of this question mm-hmm. several days ago in right. the preparation for this podcast, right. my answer was going to be Andy Cush, our uh, our friend Andy Cush. That was going to be my, my answer, too. Because Andy Cush was going to play us the intro music, mm-hmm. and then I was going to kind of surprise him by by awarding him, who would you buy a pizza? Andy Cush. You mm-hmm. know, that would be a little bit of a prize for him. Right. But seeing that we're sitting here with no intro music whatsoever. Right. Total silence. I would not buy Andy Kush a pizza. Right. I would buy a pizza, sit next to Andy Kush, and eat the whole pizza myself. I, I'm going to go one step further. I'm going to say, I'm going to ask Andy who his enemy is, who he hates the most, and I'm going to buy that person a pizza. It's harsh, man. Yeah. It, you know, it's I, I, to be honest, it threw off the entire pace of the podcast. Yeah. Know, I was expecting to have live music. Any stammering or odd pacing, I think, can be attributed to Andy's I mean, I don't, I don't think that the audience could even detect it because no, we're professionals. But, you know, but we're perfectionists, and sometimes, you know, I notice I have my thoughts aren't off or a little bit off. I feel like my voice might be a little bit raspy because I was upset earlier when Andy. Yeah, uh, told you I was too. I mean, the 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 silver lining of this incident, I guess, is that I mean, I consider Andy. I don't know if you feel the same way, but I consider Andy kind of a threat in the workplace in the sense of I think of him as somebody who could one day 
rise up in the workplace and and sort of eclipse me, eclipse my status in the workplace, mm-hmm. right? He his his level of prestige here right. could rise and rise. There's no there's no limit to how high his star could rise. That's true. So. And he could definitely, you know, he'll be our boss someday. Though the fact no that one... he's the fact that he's not on here holds him back a little right. bit. Well, and the fact that people know now that he breaks his promises, no one wants a leader or a star writer who, you know, they can't trust. I mean, it's, I'm not going to say that, but I would I would let the public draw their sure, own conclusion. Sure. Well, yeah, we don't want to say that, you know, there's a lot of, you know, legal problems. Let's let's avoid saying that, but you know, judge it how you want to based on the facts you've heard. Right. Um yeah, I would say I'd buy, I'd buy Andy's enemy a pizza. That'd be my answer. Well, it's, uh, it's a sad day for Andy Cush, but... Uh, and, and last week, I believe I, I promised a, a prize. You did promise a prize. I was just going to ask you this. You, you, you know, you've actually in strong terms guaranteed Guaranteed that there would be a prize. Right. And, uh, so, so what do you have for us? Well, the prize will be the, the, the cost of two tacos at Guero's or Chevelo's, either one. They're about the same price. If you can email, if you're the fifth person to email me and tell me who I'd buy a pizza for... Fifth person to email fifth person, you. you will get the equivalent of two, the rough the rough price of two tacos, right? Guero's or Chevelo. What is the rough price of two tacos? Like seven dollars, eight dollars, some somewhere around that. And that's coming out of out of your own pocket. We'll see. We'll see if I can expense it. If not, I'm I'm willing to pay that cost out of my own pocket for seven dollars. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could get you could get two tacos for seven dollars. Seven eight bucks. Yeah, I think I think tacos run from like three fifty three fifty to four fifty. And so. are you are you going to? Meet the prize winner on Franklin Avenue. No, I will not meet the pr- the prize winner. It depends who it is. If I know the person, sure. Right. Um. You know, maybe I'll I'll Venmo them the money or send them a check. Maybe I'll hide the money for them somewhere on Franklin Avenue. That'd be good. Find later. Um, yeah. You know, or, or some sort of arrangement with Gueros or Chappelle's ahead of time, where so and so that's wearing a you know a red hat will come in and yeah. we'll buy two tacos and chart put that on my bill. Do you have a standing tab at Guero's? No, not yet, but, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, I agree. I, and I can actually add to this uh, prize because yesterday on Franklin Avenue, there was a truck. There was a Coca-Cola branded truck giving mm-hmm. away free Coca-Cola products what, on which, Franklin Avenue. Which Coca-Cola products? Well, they were – I'm about to tell you. Oh, sure. So they were they, – the, the beverages they were giving out were Diet Coke, Fanta – I think, which I didn't know was a Coke product, but apparently it is, and Coke Zero. But also, when when I got my free Coke Zero, they also gave a step counter. They said, "Do you want a free step counter?" And you said yes. I said, "Sure, it's free." What? What do you, is it like? Something you put in your pocket, or like one of those Fitbit things you run your wrist? You know, I d- it's in a little box, and I didn't open the box. Mm-hmm. But I, my guess is that it's Coca Cola branded huh. step counter of some kind. I can't vouch for the quality. Sure. Uh, level of it. How many steps do you have to take to walk off a of Fanta? Great question, and ho- I mean, hopefully, our prize winner can tell us that. Sure. If if you can, if you're the fifth emailer to me or Hamilton, or let's just say to me to keep things fair. Yeah. Taylor um, at Gawker.com. Or if you write in with the number, the approximate number of steps it would take to walk off one Fanta, that's that's an extra taco. Oh wait, you're gonna, you're gonna give away the. I'm I'm donating the step counter to your prize collection, so this is actually a, a pretty rich collection of prizes that somebody That's, can win. I, I kind of want that, but I guess I, I guess I'm not eligible. Yeah, you're you're definitely not. Hmm. I mean, if I'm being totally honest, I have two, so I can How'd give you, get you two? one. They because gave you two? yeah, it was me and my girlfriend, and so she got one, I got one, and I don't, you know, we're not gonna use them. They're both pristine condition, um, so I can give you one. And you can sort of show it to Andy Cush and be like, sorry, Charlie. Yeah, you want this? I can throw it out the window. Yeah. All right. 
Um, yeah. Well, that's, you know, that sounds good. So now we have a lot of prizes. Um, you know, if you're, again, if you're the fifth person to email me with the name of the person that I would uh, buy a pizza for, you'll yeah. win two tacos and also a, uh, a step counter from Coca-Cola. That's right. Coca-Cola is not a sponsor of this podcast. They're not clear. a sponsor. And actually, uh, I don't endorse Coca-Cola at all. And I actually think Coca-Cola is our uh, villains. And mm-hmm. um, so, you know, when you're stepping, you can pretend that you're stepping on Coca-Cola's head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good thing to think of. So that's our, uh, that, those are our prizes. Those are our prizes. What else? Uh, we, you know, we talked a little bit last time about having some celebrity guests on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that's in the works right. still. A couple of big names that, you know, some, some cool. We're reaching fire. out. We're negotiating with mm-hmm. some big names that uh, from the world of food, uh, from the world of journalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I can say I'm not going to reveal any names, but I can say we've been lobbied by lots of big names already that people would recognize if we were right. to say the names. Mm-hmm. People lobbying us directly to say, "Can I be on the Food on Franklin podcast?" The answer is no, because before any of these people get on, we're we're going to get our celebrity guests in first. Right. Maybe in like season two or three, maybe, but no, you know. We're sick of celebs and big names now. Yeah, we're gonna. We're our first guest will be a big name, and you know, if, if you're if you are a celebrity listening now and right. you want to be on, and you're an actual celebrity, please get in touch. Yeah, um, email us Taylor at Gawker dot com, Hamilton at Gawker dot com. If you're a celebrity, if you know celebrities who, um, you know, are either interested in food, have eaten food, like to talk about food, or like to hear Taylor talk about food, right. Or if you know any celebrities that are just going to come into New York soon and might want advice on where to go, right? we can also – it can be – they don't even have to speak. They, they could be here and listen. Right. The Food on Franklin podcast is is not taped on Franklin Avenue. It's, it's recorded in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And so we're centrally located for celebrities to join us here. We have uh, free coffee in the office. Mm-hmm. We have uh, pistachios. Almonds. Trail mix. We don't so. have almonds anymore, actually. We just have trail mix and cashews and yeah. So these are these are some of the things that our guests could look forward to mm-hmm. if you agree to join us on the Food on Franklin yeah, podcast. I would say probably every celebrity in New York is within 15 minutes of our office, so it's really easy to get to. Yeah, absolutely by helicopter at least. We could get there. Yeah, we have a roof. I don't know if it's helicopter ready, but you know it might be. Yeah. So. Uh, Anything else? Any final thoughts? No, I think that's it. I think this has been a, a successful second podcast of Food and Franklin, which again is available on iTunes. You can download it and please share your rankings on there and reviews and post it on Facebook and, and Twitter and tell your friends and family about it. That's right. It's uh, it's already proven that it's going viral to a certain extent. It's gone viral. Uh, you know, many thousands of people listened already, and it's also family friendly. You can play in the car. Um, if you yeah. Know, on road trips to New York, you can play it, and kids can listen and, and also learn. Yeah, and to the you know to the restaurant community on Franklin Avenue, I mean we're coming for you, in a positive way. Sure, but, but we're coming. Still look look out. And so you know, be alert and share this podcast widely. Sounds good. All right, do you want right. to clink the ending of the podcast? All right, Food on Franklin episode two. We're out.